Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, uh, joining us on this Thursday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. Have you snow in Newmarket? We have a little bit, a light flurry, but it's not sticking to the ground for the meantime. <laughs> Everyone's saying the same thing. Everyone's saying the same thing. Yeah. OK, let's get straight into questions. Could I have some advice, please, from uh, Jane? Uh, we are thinking of getting a Cavishan pup. Uh, does Jane think that they make a good house pet? I had a Springer Spaniel for 15 uh, years and she was just beautiful, but unfortunately had to put her down due to health reasons and we're now thinking of a Cavishan. What would be Jane's advice about that particular breed? Okay, so uh, Cavachons are a mix between Cavalier King Charles Spaniels and Bichon Frises. So they're small dogs. They can sometimes be quite fluffy. Um, So really, when you have, let's say, a crossbreed dog, you have a little bit of both personalities. So um, Cavaliers are classically quite soft, friendly dogs. They make good family pets generally. Bichons can, they can be opinionated, sometimes quite vocal (laughs) at times, and they do require a good deal of grooming. The one thing I would say about a cabochon is one major consideration be making sure you can commit to, let's say, getting them groomed multiple times a year and in between times being able to brush out their coat because it kind of has a little bit of a a curl to it and quite fluffy and it can get matted quite easily. So just take that into consideration. It would be, let's say, as low maintenance as the the hair on a Jack Russell or a Greyhound, something like that. Um, They do make lovely pets, but what I would say is they are still requiring quite a lot of activity. They're energetic little dogs, so they are. So they'll still need multiple walks per day, lots of play at home, lots of mental stimulation. So they are quite smart little dogs. Um, But certainly they do make they do generally make good pets but i think dogs are are a product of their environment so you need to be able to just commit to make sure that you provide them with a nice stable routine to make sure that they know what's going on and when and they can relax a uh, good diet provision of veterinary care lots of preventative treatment so free worm vaccination and make sure you can provide for all of that and of course a certain amount of training when they arrive to you so really putting in that groundwork with making sure they have uh, an understanding of what's appropriate and what's not appropriate in the home environment um, so just being able to let's say sit stay walk on a lead 
behave, let's say, nicely with all members of the family um, is really, really important. But I, I think certainly they do make a nice pet, but don't underestimate their hair care and their requirement for activity. And I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but we've been talking how it came up was we were talking about that dogs are still being stolen during the pandemic. And then mm-hmm. that then led to how expensive dogs have become because of the pandemic. And a listener, funnily enough, talking about a cavishan, went to buy a cavishan and has just been quoted €1,800 for a pup and somebody else Mm -hmm. went to buy a cockapoo and has been quoted 1500 Are they that expensive? They are at the moment. I suppose it is supply and demand but one thing I would say, Patricia, is I suppose our concern as members of the veterinary profession is that a lot of people are getting lockdown puppies. Now, I understand people would like some companionship and they feel they have a lot of time to devote to it at the moment. But really, when we all go back to normal life, please God, after this is all over, you need to think about how that animal is going to fit into your normal daily situation, whether you're out at work for most of the day or, you know, there's not as much time for walking. So you might need a more sedentary pet that might not require as much activity. But the really important thing is there's a lot of talk at the moment about the price of pups elevating and really as I say it's supply and demand but a really important thing to think about when you're getting a puppy is you're not just forking out for the the 1800 or 2000 that you're paying for the pup you're making a commitment to provide for its care be that a high quality diet and veterinary care and routine preventative treatments and god forbid should something go wrong or they had an illness that was long term or they got hit by a car or a big accident happened you're committing to the cost of being able to to help that animal and be responsible for it in exactly the same way that you do a child so it's really important to, to budget when you do get that pet first so it's not just that large sum of money that you're forking out at the start it's budgeting for their lifestyle so some people do that by putting a little bit into a bank account every week for a rainy day fund some people do it by let's say pet insurance and that's what we generally recommend so I think it's not just how they fit into your lifestyle at the moment think about the long term because we're really concerned that we're going to end up with a situation with a lot of dogs that after the lockdown is finished they're not going to fit into people's lifestyle and they'll end up being surrendered or end up in situations that are not so ideal so we might have a bit of a an epidemic of the displaced dog I think I think you're right okay and then a listener has an eight-month-old puppy uh, that uh, she describes as having a strange coughing, hacking sound. More prominent when walking, when the dog gets exerted. Uh, It's not as noticeable when they're at home and the dog is calm and all of that. Uh, The listener said it sounds a little bit kind of like a hooping cough sound should she be concerned, but only on exertion. Okay, that's interesting. I would wonder if this dog is wearing a collar and a lead when it's having these episodes. Um, That would be an interesting thing to know. I think if it's a change for your pet and it certainly sounds like it's not something they're doing all of the time or haven't done historically, then I would definitely get it checked out. It might be something simple. Um, it might just be a little infection or sometimes particularly in older pets if they have a collar and lead on and there's a little bit of pressure on their on their their neck and they they get very excited like my own dog Sally pulls on the lead quite a lot and she's an older terrier sometimes we have changes in how our, our windpipe is made up so how how flexible it is over time so sometimes if we get really excited and the lead pulls against the neck it can cause the windpipe to become a little bit irritated and that can cause a kind of a whooping cough like this a really harsh hacking cough um what I would say is it's really worth getting it checked out by your vet. Have a chat with them. And they'll also want to talk to you about when it happens, 
what's happening when it happens and it sounds like it's exercise dependent um, it could be that let's say it might be an early indicator of a heart issue or a lung issue that might be dealing with so I think definitely right to be concerned um, visit your vet and get a full assessment Hi uh, we got a new puppy one week old says this listener he wakes crying every night uh, usually during the early hours of the morning it's like he's in a bit of a panic what can I do for, do for him? He's surrounded by lots of cuddly toys, teddy bears, and I have my T-shirt in his bed. So he has the scent of me when he's in his bed. But he seems to wake up um, crying early hours of the morning in a bit of a panic. Mm-hmm. OK, well, first of all, congratulations, congratulations on the new arrival. I'm sure it's a time of great excitement in the household with the new puppy. Um, it sounds like this listener is actually doing a lot of good things, making sure there's lots of, let's say, soft, uh, fluffy toys in there. So, so that kind of gives them the feeling that there's things around them like they would have had with their mum and their litter. So it's a little bit of normality for them when they've changed, changed environment and put the, the smell of somebody they trust in with them as well. So the owner's T-shirt is a really good thing to do. Um, sometimes they like a little bit of heat. Um, so sometimes just, let's say, a lukewarm hot bottle. So you need to be really quite careful not to put anything um, too hot and make sure it's really secure and if, let's say if it were to burst it wouldn't burn the pet or there are even heat pads that you can get specifically for animals sometimes that helps because they have something to snuggle into other things that are useful are making sure that they get taken out to pee very very last thing at night because sometimes some of them are so good that they won't want to soil in their crate because it's their den they want to keep it clean understandably and that's exactly the kind of behavior we want to encourage in them and they might be let's say waking up and and howling wanting to go out to pee or wanting to pee in their usual place. So what I would say is once upon a time, we used to say, oh, you know, leave them to self-soothe. They'll, they'll, they'll sort themselves out. But really, realistically, the current wisdom is that, you know, we need to be that responsible person that they trust um, and that they kind of derive safety from. So if you do hear them crying overnight until they settle, you want them to feel safe and secure in the home environment. So do go down, do soothe them, do make sure they're okay. Do make sure they don't need to pee or poo outside and then leave them to settle again. So they do need a certain amount of soothing just for their psychological development. Um, But I think it certainly sounds like our owner is really committed and on the right track. Just stick with it. Make sure they've had plenty of time to do their pees and poos. Maybe make there something nice and warm to snuggle into. Um, And I'm sure they will settle. It's just a big change in environment. But don't bring them up to the bed. No, <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> okay, people now are looking for advice on breeds of dogs. Somebody wants to know a King Charles. Do they require a lot of exercise? A King Charles, they a moderate amount of exercise. I suppose a lot of these, um, let's say, if they're a young active pet, they'll all require walks in the day. You know, they'll all require at least half an hour walk twice a day as an adult dog. That's a lot less when they're puppies and they're developing just for the sake of their bones to make sure that we're not overdoing their activity. But certainly, let's say when they when they reach six months and above, they definitely need two good walks a day. Um, King Charles, yes, they are reasonably active, but they'd be, you know, they're still happy to lie on the sofa, have a good cuddle, but they will need two walks a day. Okay, and somebody else says, could you suggest a breed of dog? My daughter who has asthma is allergic to dogs. Is there a suitable breed that we could have as a family pet that wouldn't be triggering her asthma? To be totally honest with you, it's a really difficult one. It really depends on both the level of your daughter's asthma and what her triggers are and, you know, how severe the situation is. Um, but also there's no guarantees. There's some there's some breeds that are, let's say, quote unquote, non-shedding, but everything pretty much sheds to a certain degree. And it really just depends on what might set off um, or trigger the problem. Uh, I'll have a little think. I'll do a bit of research for next week on, on the ins and outs of it. But off the top of my head, no, there's no real safe bet. 
Okay, and Noreen in Watergrass Hill. I have two minutes left. Noreen Watergrass has a King Charles, 10 years of age. One of his nails, it looks like it's coming off. Should I take it to the vet? Is there anything I can be doing myself? No, take him to Ouch. the vet. Um, it can be, yeah, it can be really, really sore. It's it's the equivalent of us having, you know, part of our nail snap off. Sometimes it'll be hanging on just by a little bit of the base of the nail and a little quick. So the equivalent of our kind of nail bed can sometimes bleed quite a lot. It's, some people also always say it's quite a spectacular amount of bleeding when a dog breaks a nail because they have that little blood vessel going down through the center of it. It's really sore. It's not going to heal back together if the nail is broken. So it's definitely best to visit your vet to get that attended to because it's, it's a really sore little thing. And it's also kind of a source of infection, potentially. Okay, pop it on to the vet. Okay, listen, we leave it there. Uh, Jane, have a great week and uh, we'll talk next Thursday. You too, thank Thank you. Thank you, bye-bye. That is uh, Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.